Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
Hello everyone and welcome to Straight White Whale. My name is Darren Connell. This is episode 110 and in the studio this week we have a guest, my good friend, very funny comedian, Gary Faults. How Hello. are you, Gary? I'm good, sir. Thanks for getting me on. Thank you for coming in, mate. You hear that clap now? Yes. Is that you, Paul? It was. Just making sure. It was a ghost. I thought my monster had kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's arse. <laughs> my internal arse clap's going on. Uh, somebody's arse clap there's a brothel next door it might have been that do people know about the brothel in the podcast yes that's funny I always feel creepy coming in here in case cunts think is that guy that always got the brothel again I thought you were going to say because I'm here uh, no I hate hanging about outside yeah because every time I've come to pick you up during the tour Paul there's always mad cunts hanging about outside like looking pure sketchy aye there's a queue of people waiting to get in that's mad isn't it as we are sitting just <laughs> drinking cans of monster imagine they came in here and they were like this is not what I paid for if you came in here, they'd get pumped. Aye, 100%. 50 quid, mate, I'm MDs. <laughs> and I'm going to wee guy and you're like a million pound. Mate, I'm, I'm just a fat, skint da. I'd suck a banger 50 quid, 100%. 50 quid? 50 quid, mate. I'd actually suck a banger. In the right circumstances, if I was like hungry, I wanted a kebab and I didn't take care of 100% 50 quid. 50 quid cash and you'd suck a banger? Cash down, <laughs> Life mate, is... I hate the fact you look like you're like can't go 50 quid I know I'm like that was a podcast notice my eyes pure like right if I go anything in my savings account I've got my bank card <laughs> I'm like can I pay you in crypto I show up like why is Darren bank transferring you 50 quid like, for a kebab <laughs> for your flower days flowers it's for the petrol money for the, for the gig in Northampton next week pure gone down a rabbit hole of lies what are you doing gigging in Northampton no we do it all the time that's your 20th gig there <laughs> right before we get into an ADHD fucking fuck oh fest here God. we need to do an ad read Gary is that cool go, mate. Um, is that alright mate it is sure do you like my haircut yeah you look very handsome is this is the ad for the barber no alright okay you just, just asking you're going to an ad just wanting a compliment just yes, looking for a wee bit of validation because Sharon Buff do you get a haircut or you always keep your hair sharp no I get tell Oh, did you get tell? Aye, she's like, like going to go to the barber and get your haircut and get your beard trim for my birthday night out. And I was like, how? What are you trying to say? She was like, you look make like your own conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this week's sponsor is, as always, Arguing Co. Legal. Um, the Arguing Co. Legal are a law firm based in Glasgow and they can assist you with almost any legal issue. So please make an inquiry. But if they can't help you, they will send you to a trusted partner. The main area of expertise is personal injury claims, so if you've been in a car accident or injured at work, get in contact and they will get you the maximum compensation that you deserve. The main difference between arguing co-legal and the big law firms that you see in the TV is the level of customer service and approachability, and guys, I don't know how many times I've said this, I was in a car crash a couple of years ago, I went to Alan Argue and the insurance company were a bit shite, I'm not going to lie, they were pure dragging me out of the coals. Get this, get that. Alan is amazing and I get money and spend to own stuff that I can't mention on a podcast. Anyway, their level of approachability. So they treat their clients like friends and family members. They'll keep you up to date with your case and they'll speak to you like a normal person. They're generally cheaper, but if you quote straight white whale, you will get a discount off any fee. So get in contact with Alan Argue, Arguing Co. Legal on 0141-378-4145. You can get them on their website. That's arguingco.co.uk. 
argueandco.co.uk or you can visit their offices at 9 George Square. Thank you, Alan, for keeping the lights on. Listen, guys, I'm going to say it every week. We have a Patreon. We've got a nice wee community in there. They've got Darren's all Run More show. We've got four or five funny bunches. They're set by some of the top comedians in the country. For less than a coffee a month at Starbucks, you can go to patreon.com forward slash straight white whale and help us keep the lights on. Thank you very much, Paul, for that advert. Gary, if you ever need help, get in touch. What did you buy? A sandwich bag full of grass. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. How um, do you know? I don't... Much did you get? Can you say? I, th- I think don't, I can. Don't say, don't say. No, don't I think say. I can. I think, because it's all done and dusted, I get... Uh, n- Mate, I, I drove a taxi in my previous days and I, I cut crashed out the back. Is actually on that bit of there, mate. Oh, wow. And there was a wee guy in the front. And then I gave you guy my number on that, and I was like, because of my motor took half, and I just says for the insurance. And the wee guy fought me, he's like, mate, can I add my three pals? And you've got whiplash or not? There's only me and the wee guy in the motor. I'm like, mate, I can't, man. Like, Aye. imagine. That's a Glasgow thing, innit? Is that a Scottish thing? When you crash, you come out and you're like, oh, my fucking, my neck's fucked. <laughs> well, if I was in a crash now, I'd be fucking walking about with a neck brace on for about five years. Mm. I wish um, I'd done that when I was younger. <laughs> you're like, ah, it's all right, it's cool. You ever in a crash? Aye. Terrific, mate, innit? Yep. What happened to you? Uh, whiplash, but i never done anything about it. Were you in the back or the front? The back. Was that a taxi? Um, no, I was, in my, I was actually in my pal's passenger seat. Fuck, ended Aye. It's horrible, mate, isn't it? Aye, my glasses came flying off my face. Aye. Right after. <laughs> Aye. Were they smashed or not? Pure milky bar <laughs> fucking specs. <laughs> For the windscreen company, like, I the glasses. Aye. <laughs> Imagine. How many car accidents you been on? Uh, a couple, mate. I don't think anything. Nothing juicy. Uh-huh. Probably the taxi one getting smashed into the back of. Was that the, the worst one? Oh, mate, it was fucking, it was a belter. It wasn't like, me and the boy were alright. I think, sorry, I think he had whiplash. But he didn't have whiplash when he first got out. But I think whiplash takes a couple of months to kick in. <laughs> <You> <laughs> once, a lawyer, <laughs> once a lawyer gets in touch, it kicks I didn't right even, in, mate. I just thought it, because I rented my taxi. So I just thought the taxi again. I was like, mate, some kids crashed into us, giving the details. <coughs> and he dropped a brand new taxi after me within an hour. Oh, wow. I was back out at work. Superb. But I think the last year might have been on a phone or something because it was just smash. It yeah. wasn't even a fucking, it was a build up of traffic. <laughs> You seem like the type of person, do you know the, the people that like fall off buildings and ladders and they just don't get hurt? <laughs> like, you seem that type of guy. I like it hurt, mate, for the claim, man. I know. We Thank should you go, claim. Go Hoffers. So, Gary, I really appreciate you coming in, mate. Did you like my tune? No. Wow, all right. I, I felt like it was like an 80s porn film. Fine Young young Cannibals. Is that who it is? Yeah. Mate, I'm a, I'm a bamba. I don't like... <coughs> I'm funny with music. I know, considering that drive back for Dundee the other night, that was... Oh, mate, that was, that was my best playlist. I thought my brain was going to explode. <laughs> mate, I feel sorry for the guy sitting between the two years. Ripper ADHD, full energy juice. Mm-hmm. That was, that's been my favourite card journey. <laughs> that's the reason why I miss <laughs> the comedy circuit. Aye. It's just shite like that. That, that <laughs> see the way back down. Because we drove up, talked about like, our depression and like... Aye. The processes we're going through, and then we drove back down just absolute fucking nonsense. Aye, pure nonsense. Shout to Siri every three seconds. Aye. I, I'm surprised the guy didn't snap me. I thought he was going to snap. Well, we, for people listening, me and Gary did a gig in Dundee uh, last week, and it was good fun. And on the drive up, it was a serious chat, and then the drive back was just carnage, man. Kebabs, French hip-hop playing. It was... Uh, French hip-hop? Aye, I, just like, I like French hip-hop. 
Is this something to my brain? I don't talk French. <laughs> <laughs> and this poor promoter was sandwiched in the, between us. Like, ah, it was quite funny. I practised my Kurdish in the kebab shop and we got free juice. Yes. That worked. How would he, what words do you know in Kurdish? So I've learned five, I think, now. Right. Slaw is hello. Okay. Choni is like, how are you? And then the wee guy says, bashy something. And then I say bashy back, and that means I'm good. Right. And then controversial, but spaz means thank you. Sometimes when I right. say say that in a show, because I wouldn't say that in real life, like, mm-hmm. she cunts like that. She's saying that for. As if, because obviously here it's like a pure put down. Yeah. So I feel bad saying thank you in Kurdish, so I just say thanks. Yeah. So I don't want to offend anybody that's running about us. The guy was absolutely buzzing. He was buzzing, wasn't he? A wee fat white guy just walks in and starts getting a lingo. Yeah, plus there was a white guy working behind the desk and I thought he was Kurdish and it turns out he was from Belfast. <laughs> Pure strong Belfast accent. <laughs> <laughs> I was so surprised when he started talking. Yeah. He wasn't even like half Kurdish, was he? He was like proper Belfast. Aye. Just like he's he's on witness relocation. Aye. Like he absolutely. You look like a hitman, didn't he? Like skinhead. Aye. Black bomber jacket. Shotgun, like, there's something about him. Skip Pat poked in past the eyebrows. <laughs> His he, face was all mushed out. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a snidey with the Donna meat, though, so. No. I nearly killed us, but I was ill the next day with you. Aye. I thought it was a good kebab because I'd been there before, but I think the last time I was there was after a show, mate, and I think it was about half cut. Mm. So when you're half cut, everything tastes amazing, doesn't it? Aye. Well, I was just stoning out the rain, fucking gorging on it. I could taste bits of bone. Mm. When I was eating that. Where was that place we went to in Aberdeen with Pierce? The best kebab Aberdeen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start best kebab shite, mate, because we'll end up getting shot or something. No, no, I'm scared man. of that wee guy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end up getting shot. So that was really good gigging with you, Gary, mm. and Dundee. That's the first time I've done a circuit gig with you mm. in a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really done many gigs with you, because uh, you just kind of skyrocketed. I was, with, I was probably one of your followers, wasn't I, at the start, when I started comedy. Because I followed you in the good old Vine days. So I think aye, I aye. came to see you. I liked you, Billy Kirkwood. And I liked Billy because he, I think when he done Improv Wars, I started mm. to go to that. And Raymond, I used to go to Dance Monkey Boy Dance, yeah. the improv show. And I knew you because before I started, you had sold out about fucking seven stand gigs or something. So you just came out of nowhere after the back of Vine. Yeah. And you were the first person I kind of seen that had like a cult following, kind of Oh, thank you so very much, cool. mate. That's very good. Two kind. people I've seen like that. You and Kev Brannigan. Yeah. Kev's the same. Big yeah. Angie, like, it was class. Oh, thank you very much. Um, that means a lot, by the way. Because um, I think, I'm trying to think back to when I did gig with you. I, I gigged with you once with Des McLean. Mm-hmm. And then you just, overnight, you just fucking skyrocketed. Um, but I we've had a couple of funny encounters. Do you ever remember the first time I met you? You said box, didn't you? In the box. I can't remember it, mate. It was out my box. Yes, the both of you were. <laughs> I think it was back when you were, the both of us weren't really in a good uh, spiri- spiritual place. Mm-hmm. So I remember, you know, in the box, you can get a white Russian for a fiver. Mm-hmm. So basically paints a fucking milk. I'm out my bin and you just float out of nowhere. Like a... You're on that vine, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, mate, how you doing? And you're like, I do comedy. I was like, right. And he's like, you come from Springburn, don't you? I was like, aye. And then you were going through all these names. Do you know no- Noodles? Do you know fucking Frankie Five Fingers? And I was like, what? <laughs> noodles is a good guy, but not he? 
Do you know none of those? I know him, but I've not seen him in about twenty years. I've not seen ages either. But I was like, I was just like, who's this fucking mad cunt? And everybody was like, I Gary, he's funny. <laughs> so I, that was the first. Time I was there to start a comedy. I dyed my hole for the first six months. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how sometimes I like, I'm fucked in the heat. How am I stuck to comedy? I don't know, man. But you just get better, didn't you? Do you know what I was going to say, mate? Going back to the start again. See that claim thing? Do you know who that'd have been great for? Yeah. That woman who got fucked with the thing at Asda. With what the trolley shed. That was one of your jokes, wasn't it? Aye, aye. Imagine the PPI she'd have got then. No way, mate. Again, Safi Asda. Yeah, I was a trolley boy in Asda and I was working one one winter and the, the wind took a, the roof of your trolley bay off and it went and scudded a woman. And uh, Asda tried to say it was an act of God. <laughs> <laughs> what did the wee guy say? We got no arch fucking she'll get some claim for that. Aye. aye. <laughs> she's like killed. Aye. As she scalped. <laughs> the tro- the trolley's all bent to fuck. <laughs> As the Rob Royston, mate. Aye, that was that was one of my favourite jokes and then the mermaid one was just fucking always Thank you. I've not seen you doing that in ages. The mermaid I seen you doing it at the stand. I came to watch you. Um I don't know if it was a solo show. It was something like that, but I came to see you, mate, and you done the mermaid joke. And I remember looking at the room. And people just couldn't breathe. Because <laughs> obviously the more energy you get, the more that joke just explodes. <laughs> and it, you had your tap not half or you had it folded up. I don't know what you had done, but, mate, it was so fucking funny, man. Oh, thank you very much, mate. But I hate following you. I hate following you in a gig. Fucking hell, man. You're full of compliments today, mate. No, but you're a nightmare. Because your hit rate's just like, bang, 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 bang. And see, at the weekend, I was genuinely shite myself. But I think you were cautious of that because you slowed it down a wee bit before I came on. Yeah. And the promoter was flashing you. Was like, oh, I know. Fucking torch. Can you hear? Can you do a tight minute? Eight, eight <laughs> minutes. I'm like, what are you talking about, eight mate? Minutes twenty-one. It's fucking Friday night in Dundee. Every cunt's out their box. Laser pen to the eye. Aye, mate. Thank you very much, man. You know that means a lot. It's very kind that you said that. But I, you're one of the people that there's no many people in this circuit that have got funny bones, mm. and and it's true what you said at the start. You just need to find your voice, mate, and you just need to get comfortable, and then you'll get there. And you did get there. Um, but I mate, you've always had funny bones, always been funny as fuck. So see, right at the start when you said you were struggling, mm. where were you gigging? What kind of gigs yeah, were you doing? Oh fuck! What was the one? No, one up for drama. What was that called? Was it pop, the whole bar pop comedy? Hot bar. Um, my first gig was the Admiral. Yes, I done the Gong Show. Oh, and I died in my hole. No one, for fuck's sake! I, I died got... in my hole, like spectacularly. I can't say that word. Spectacularly, really. You've got a problem with else, haven't you? Aye, mate. Funerals. I think that's a thing, mate. Aye. <laughs> I died. I died in my hole, and then I started <coughs> doing loads of gigs at the state. Yes. For Chris Broomfield? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then state, the hole, and then the dram. Somebody had the dram. I knew me here night, and then I'd done a couple of stands. But the stands you always do well in, didn't you? Yes. The stand is like a false... You smash your stand and you're like, that's it, I'm going to phone the hydro. Then you do an actual gig and you die in your hole. Well, apart from the stand, all those gigs that you mentioned, mate, they were tough gigs. Mm -hmm. They were tough gigs. Gong shows are brutal. The state bar was, the state bar used to be amazing. And then something happened with it. Mm -hmm. And it was, it ended up a brutal fucking gig, mate. Mm -hmm. Like I seen some, I won't name any names, but you're talking about Scottish. Sorry, the state bar was my first gig. It was a gong show in the state bar. Aye. Chris Broomfield's gig. Aye, on aye. Sunday. Graham Mackie done it as well, remember? Yep. 
Mate, I never, I've seen, like, you're talking about people that were doing stand-up for 20 years down in our ass there. So that was a tough game. That's what I liked about it, because you were up against people who were like, I mean, you didn't get any, like, the big headliners, but you got people that were certainly working comics. Yeah. Would come in and have a crack at it, and you had a chance to kind of have a better gig. Yeah. But it was just a crowd. A gong show's like that, innit? Your crowd oh. could be like, if they're kind of, um, how would you explain that? Like me, like working class. Is that is that right? Yeah. Right word? Then you would do well. Mm-hmm. But if they were like, kind of Bears Den, old guy, nice bottles of wine, I would just die in my hole because I'd be just a bam. They'd be like, that Plus, if you give people the power to gong you off, they're just going to take it. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. My hardest gong show I've ever done because I done I used to I like gong shows because it tightens you up, mm-hmm. but the hardest ones I done was Alan Anderson's gong shows, because he yeah. would get the crowd to fucking hate you. Yeah, and you would go in and they just wouldn't laugh. <laughs> that was aye. probably my worst ever death. I think Anderson's <laughs> gong show, mate. Aye, they were just told do not laugh unless you find this hysterical. Wow. And I went out the wee man and Ray Bradshaw were the commentators. Yeah. So they're slotting you <laughs> as you're walking to the mic. And then you've got to crack on in day five, mate. I must have lasted minutes. I've even that, fuck. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that environment. Mm-hmm. Imagine, like, you walk into the mic and I'm slagging you. You're mm-hmm. like, this is somebody I've known for fucking ten years. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Aye. So that, that was the worst. That was the worst. Mm-hmm. What about... Um, I'm following Ashley Story in Aberdeen, actually. That was the worst. I've had to follow her as well, mate. Same as you, mate. That's what it's like following you. <laughs> just that boom, 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 and then you're like, fucking me, man. They just, they're fucking, they can't breathe for laughing. Aye. And then they get a wee break, you're coming on the stage, and then they're just like, nah, I'm not doing that again. Mate, that's very kind. But Ashley was the worst, because I was like, 10 minutes in, Nikon had laughed once. Mm. Not once. And then a guy went like that. That's a shame. <laughs> we spoke oh, about man. it last time, Paul, didn't we? And see, see the laugh that got me. I couldn't nearly got a stand innovation. <laughs> and I looked at Naz, and Naz was just like, keep going. And I'm yeah. like, fuck me, man. And because I was trying to impress Naz, Naz, yeah. like, I stopped, I still just walked off stage and just went, listen, you've been amazing. I don't want to fucking eat. But I tried another five minutes, mate, and I was shit. Yeah. Your sweat feels different when you're oh, in that horrible, position. Mate. And it's not that. See if you die in somewhere like Aberdeen. Mm hmm. You've got to drive back. Every cunt smashed it. <laughs> and they're all like, ah, that was a good crowd, wasn't it? Aye. And you're sitting just fucking fuming. <laughs> no. But here, when we gig together, mate, it's very much a team effort. Mm-hmm. I don't ever think... I just want to make people laugh and mm-hmm. I want it to be a good night. I'm not trying to be better than anybody. No, no. Uh, but I, I remember gigging with Ashley once and we were Aberdeenshire. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, who's headlining? And I was like, I don't care. Do whatever you want. I was like, I'll go. I think she was like, can I go on first and then you go on next? I was like, aye, cool. She went on first and fucking s- s- smashed it to the point that I was standing at the back. Like, I wish I went on first. Yeah, <laughs> and, I was like, no, no. I aye. wish I went on my open spots. Yep. And uh, I went up and I got nothing, mate. Mm-hmm. People were like, aye, I liked you in Scott Squad. <laughs> 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 can I get a photo with Bobby? Aye. I was like, all right. Aye, it's aye. Going to just do 10 minutes of Bobby for us? It's, uh, it's hard, then I think. I think that's up to the promoter as well. Uh-huh. I think we, we're good together if because we know each other. Mm-hmm. We're essentially pals, so like, I wouldn't go out and try and storm the gig if I knew my pal was coming on. Yeah. I would go and do my best, and then maybe the last two or three minutes I would start calming things down, doing a bit of crowd work, mm-hmm. and then get your pal on. But I think when you're in the comedy circuit, you're just trying to impress the promoter. 
Yeah. And however the promoter places the person on the gigs, if he puts two strong acts in the middle, you're going to go heat to heat. Yeah. And somebody's going to lose, and it's normally the fucking second person on. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ashley was just unbelievable. Same as you says, mate. She was doing that thing with the bed, the shagging bit. Uh-huh. The noise. And the noise was just hysterical, I know, mate. And yeah. I'm like, oh, what a crowd, mate. I can't wait to smash this. Then you get that false confidence <laughs> in your head. You're visualising, because I love visualising stuff. You're like, I'm going to get a standing ovation. Yeah. Something's going to throw a bouquet of flowers, a bra. And then <laughs> you go, man, if it cuts your stern as if you just fucking bought your tiny willy out. <laughs> So that was the worst gig, the gong show. Mm-hmm. Which been your kind of? Have you had any mental gigs that have just been like, was that a fucking night probably, terror? Probably Berlini. Oh wow, Berlini was. Uh, I really enjoyed Berlini. Yeah. So it was all the boys for like b hall and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's probably the only gig where I've been like, I was fucking nuts. Yeah. I can't leave a gig in a jail. Yeah. Two of my pals were at the gig and also it was nice seeing them. <laughs> Brilliant. It was mad, mate. What and was that one that we did? Where I caught <coughs> the two addicts arguing on the camera, mate. <coughs> but it was like Irvin. a DJ. Fuck aye, Irvin. Aye, it was like a, a function suite and aye. a sports bar in Irvin. And it was disco lights instead of stage lights. <laughs> I was like DJ lights. So see when, see when people laugh, the lights changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I forgot who fucked up that gig was. Beautiful venue, I know. But my former promoter, I don't want to name him, mate, so I can't bother with any grief for arguing with cunts, but. Yeah. My former promoter hired disco lights instead of stage lights. Yeah. And I had to go like a fucking silent disco and do comedy. But I it was like the first it was a first tour when it straight after the back of COVID. Uh-huh. So people hadn't <clears throat> been out before. Mm-hmm. So I think people just forgot because I was like that the first day at Avenue, I got fucking slaughtered. Yeah. People were kinda told like, oh you get a tour you get a tour windy to get steaming. And this gig was like when all that was lifted. So people still had the mentality was They've only got two hours in the pub, let's get wrecked. Yeah. And it was just, it was a good gig eventually, but it was tough for the support acts. Yeah. Both acts went out and I think they were just like, fuck me. This is carnage. And I, I was, uh, my green room was a kitchen. I'm <laughs> in the right. kitchen, been sick into a sink. That's right. Was that your first gig back? No, it was like one of five, maybe, Paul. We did the Glee right before that tour. And the Glee was amazing. The Glee was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And Irvin was like... Aye. Two gigs into the tour, I was Aye. like, ah, "What the fuck is going on here?" But that full tour was hard, wasn't it? Like after the back of COVID, people were like kind of very chatty at the gigs, mm-hmm. and it was brutal because like people hadn't been out in fucking years, so yes. people just people just excited about it. I wasn't like pissed off at people because people were just being people. Like, yeah, if I was out and I was steaming, I'd probably talk to somebody and be a pest. But um, I it was a tough. That was a tough tour. Last tour was amazing. Last tour was a godsend because it was like. Everybody was back to normal again. Yeah. Back to being comedy crowds. You have you still got like a bodyguard? Have you got a bodyguard? No, gigs? Faz. I've got Faz that comes to the gigs. Yeah, but it's just for crowd work, mate. In case anything gets wide. Yes. He's the fucking remember the South African boy. <laughs> they sent us a ex special forces South African guy. <laughs> Paul, how tall was he? Oh, mate. Like I've I've shown so many people the photo on your Instagram, Aye. and I'm like. That's the one I'm thinking about. Is that about. what you're thinking about? Yeah. I mean, he Aye. was. If I'm 6'5, he was at least like 6'9. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't look up to many people. I was like full blown looking up to this guy, but his horns were like the size of my fucking head. I phoned like, Faz and I was like, we're doing Greenock Town Hall. Greenock's one of my favourite gigs, but uh-huh. Greenock is like, you have to be on point. Yeah. Like, you need to be fucking sharp. If, if you're a wee bit shite, they'll just eat you up and spit you out. Yeah. So I says to Faz, go and give me your best boy because if somebody heckles me, I just want them fucking dragged out the gig. Mate, and this guy turned up, he walked in the green room and we were all sitting and it was a normal sized door. 
and he had to bend down to come through the door. And because I'm ex-army, he was wearing a military t-shirt, and I was like, oh, I know that regiment kind of thing. And he was like, oh, I'm ex-special forces. And he was talking about what happened in Afghan. He got shot in Afghan, mate. He lifted up his tap, and the cut had fucking, like, they were obviously sealed up. But he was showing us his bullet holes. Mate, guy was a psychopath. But at the gig, mate, see, I was doing the gig. He walked up the middle of the room, and the whole room was just like, holy fuck. Amazing. Oh, mate, he was a monster. Negri fat night, I bet. Negri fat night, mate. He, he, I, I'm glad because he would have just fucking folded somebody. Yeah. He was terrifying, mate. Aye, he was like... Wanting. I felt mental, mate. I felt like I could have just slagged any cunt. Ah. Uh-huh. See that pure false confidence? Because yeah. they was getting by him. They might have got to his, mate, but when he got a hold of him, man, they'd have been crumbled. Greenock is a tough crowd, by the way. I did a solo show mm-hmm. there once and it was cunts fucking sleeping in the... Sleeping in the <laughs> audience, mate. Pure, pure gouched at the back like alright and it was just like mad heckles and it was just my my family are in the mm. army so my cousins my cousin Nathaniel Collins mm. he's a boxer, a boxer but his uncle is mm. like high up in the army mm. so I was getting a bit cocky because mm. I knew that if he anybody got me my <laughs> uncle would just fucking kill him but uh, it was weird it was a weird gig mate we get we get the security because like years ago I think it was after the Covid gig there was a couple arguing and we just couldn't get them out of gig. Uh-huh. And it, it, they were in the gig. It was Hamilton. Just two couples. Just a couple just bickering. But it was a big room and they were bickering, mate. So you could hear everything that was going on. Uh-huh. And I said to them, listen, can you just go outside and have a chat and then maybe come back in again when you've made up kind of thing? And they were just like, kind of, fuck you, I'm going to listen to you. Wow. And that went on for 20 minutes. So after that, we kind of said, right, we need security. Because the, the gigs are big numbers, mate, you're talking. Some gigs can go from 300 to 800, like, yeah. like Greenock. You need something there. Because yeah. when you go to a comedy club, mate, you know yourself, when you go to the stand, if you're talking, you get a tap on the shoulder. If you talk again, mate, you're out. Yes. Because you've got to think about everybody else at the gig. Yeah. People have paid good money. And for me, £22.50 is a lot of dough, mate. Yeah. Like, so I expect when people come to a gig that they, they get what they've paid for. And if cunts are heckling, they get fucked out so people can enjoy the show. But... We'd never had any. Last year was alright, wasn't it? This, last year, that tour was brilliant. We didn't have anybody, but the big man was terrifying. Yeah. That was a COVID tour. We had him out. Nine but, times, you said, he get shot. Aye, something like that. What was that happened? Did you know? He was escorting the Prime Minister of Afghanistan during the the whatever the American withdrawal for mm-hmm. Afghanistan, and he get hit with a sniper. Wow. And he lay there for, was it two days, he said? Uh, he yeah, lay there night for 48 hours. You would have thought the cunt was full of shit if he didn't show you bullet holes uh-huh. in his body. See the amount of people that I've told that story to and all that, bullshit, and you're mm. like, i fucking seen the bullet holes in the cunt. <laughs> right, i literally seen the guy. i literally seen the guy. I can see guys. it right through him. <laughs> I, like, no, I put but my finger through him. like, fucking shut up, because like, no, that didn't happen. And you're like, it fucking happened. I seen mm. the, the, but they kneecapped him and everything, didn't they? Uh, mate, it was mad. The story was, the story was like something out of Hollywood. Mm. You would honestly, mate, see if it was like, see if it was me talking like that, you'd buy his full of shit. But this guy was a fucking monster, mate, and he had just a mad stare. See, I stare, mate, you just know this guy's in the right job. Yeah. He'll take a bullet for MD. Probably yeah. took eight bullets for other cunts, but he was, um, I, he was too good for us. But Xeon security, actually, we use Xeon. They're brown, mate. All the boys are all like X. They're bodyguards as well. Yeah. So you don't just you don't get like a wee guy. This is a boy, an SIA boy. Yeah. Most of their team is like proper bodyguards that they do like Harry Styles and all these people. Aye. Aye. They did so, like the the politicians during COP and they did Michael Keaton during mm-hmm. the Batgirl shoot 
Well, like proper. Aye, real, the real deal. Aye. Who's who's the main man? Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumf- Cumberbatch. Aye, him. Guess his fucking name. <laughs> Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> so you um, have you done stand up for the trips for the army? Mm-hmm. I went there to Cyprus. Uh, I was supposed to go back this year, but I actually got a hysterectomy kind of thing. But I went there before COVID. Mm. I did a gig for the Scots Guards, the first battalion, and that was just. I found it dead hard, mate, because I miss the army. Yeah. I really miss it, and I think going back into that environment where the boys were all having a laugh, I just, even though I was fucking six stone heavier than I was when I was in the army, mm-hmm. I felt like I was back at home. Yeah. So I really, really struggled going back in. But it was brought, the gig was amazing. Um, it was in the Blue Berry camp, which is up at Nicosia. So me and the guy that runs El Comedy, LOL Comedy Pathos, we went up to Nicosia for the day. Mm-hmm. So Nicosia is like half in the middle. So when Turkey invaded Cyprus, they just fucking, they just hoffed the city. They hoffed, well, they quartered the country kind of thing. And between the Turkish troops and the Cypriot troops is like a UN buffer zone. Yeah. So it's like an area, maybe the size of these two streets, that is just abandoned. So you still got shops that are full of goods. You've still got motors, motor doors open. You've got an airport with a fucking plane on it. It's just, it's mental, mate. Wow. But what you can do is you can cross the city. I took the wins uh, last year after the tour. You can cross it to Turkey. Mm-hmm. So we went into Turkey and got a kebab. And then we came back here again and went and done a gig at the camp. But it's good because it gave us a tour. It gave us a tour. Was it the kill zone or something they call it? The buffer zone? Like, wow. It's mad. But I don't think it's happened. There's nothing dodgy happened in years. Yeah. But Turkey, I think Turkey said to Cyprus or... Start looking after their people, or we'll invade you. Fuck I think hell. Cyprus will like, go and fuck yourself, and then Turkey just sent fucking thousands of partisan, and they literally just invaded fucking north of Cyprus. But uh, still to this day, they're still there. That's mental. I took the wains, it was class. I took the wains to Ledra Palace. Mm-hmm. We went up to the camp gate, you'd have seen that on my Facebook, and uh, is it 79 Engineer Regiment for Paisley? A wee voice came here, a wee Irish boy was like, Are you Gary Folds? <laughs> I mean, how'd you know, mate? And he pointed to the camera. He says, I'll wave hello, one of the boys who's your followers. Mate, the cunt came down, met the wins that. They got a photo with the berry and stuff <laughs> on, like. But, so I was supposed to go there for them this year. And then Ashley got no well, so yeah. I couldn't go there. But I gigging it there was class. And I'd like to have it back because the camp that they use, they use an old hotel. There's like the base, it's part of the base. That's shutting down. So I would have been the last comedian to gig in that. Because oh. like Jim Davidson and other people, John Bishop, they probably all gigged there. Yeah. But I was gutted, man, but... I'll do it again. You mentioned, just for people listening, you mentioned Ashley. Ashley's your partner and she was unwell there for a wee while. So I just want to send my positive, send love, mate, and I hope you're all good. We don't need to go into details for that. It's just um, for people Mm -hmm. listening. She's doing better now. Seven weeks post-op. Good. She's back grafting, mate. She was working because we run the business together, the Mm -hmm. gas business. And then, like, she got out the op and the next day, mate, she was answering phone calls at the business. I was getting messages like that. You're booked in for next week. And I'm like, how? I'm not fucking booked MD in. <clears throat> it was hard, man. Sitting fucking, yeah, she's brilliant. But wow. What a trooper. Uh, and then you know you'll get back there for army gigs. That'll be a good, mm-hmm. that'll be a good laugh, mate. I'm, go- I'm going to <coughs> Belfast next month. Yeah. To do a gig. Um, for the two Scots, I think it is. Two or three Scots, I'm not sure, mate. But I'm going back there. My cousin's there, there. Right. For the sergeant's mess. So I'm looking forward to that. Do you know, is that in the in the base or... Would it's that... in the base, mate, aye. Yeah. I'm one of the bases. But 
Military gigs are brilliant, mate. Yeah. You just say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I'd imagine that military and prison gigs are just fantastic. I think I think people think army gigs would be worse. Yeah. But they're very controlled because you've uh, you've got a sergeant major there, mm-hmm. and the boys and lassies completely respect that person. Yeah. So see if they're being dickheads, you would just look at the sergeant major or the whoever's there, the sergeant, and they would just chin them. So, I think people think army gigs would be chaos. Mm-hmm. I think gigging at squaddies in a pub. Yeah. Without the hierarchy, <laughs> would be fucking chaos, because they would just terrorise you. Yeah. But actual base gig where there's a hierarchy there, they're always lovely. I remember getting heck. I was doing a gig in the stand in Edinburgh once and there was people for the army on. And- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. They mentioned the same place that my uncle was in, mm-hmm. and they were English, and that's where all my family are based mm-hmm. down there. And they were hey, big massive brick houses, and you know what Edinburgh's like mm. it's full of cunts with fucking purple hair and all that <laughs> so nobody was saying anything <laughs> and then during my set I dropped my my family member's name and I was like ah, fucking shut up you prick and he done that on the way I know him oh, did they know man? <laughs> oh it's a godsend isn't it's it a fucking idiot man you've ruined the whole night you cunt and he's like ah, I'm sorry mate you ever but- remember Jazzy <laughs> Devsey the Indian boy was a comedian me and Jack we were all pals me him and Gary Miko were always together yep I, Jazzy was doing a gig at the comedy festival at the, the state bar. Is the state land across for the Kings? Which yes. one in the corner? The Griffin? The uh-huh. Griffin. The Griffin. Right. He was doing a gig in the Griffin, mate. <clears throat> and he phoned, he's like, mate, he says, like, you're, you're ex army. There's like 14 Marines in here. Can you come in and just try and do a bit of comparing? Because they just weren't listening to Jazzy. I'm like, no bother, mate. And I bounced in, mate. Bounced in at the gig, but on stage, mate. And they're like, ah, but you're going to fucking save me. They slaughtered me on all, mate. I couldn't even get a word in. They just fucking, and I just walked off a gig, but. I think that's different to a military gig in my yeah. head. God, I've not heard his name in a while, Jazzy, but is he Fuck still gigging? Knows, I've not seen him since I was a fucking open spot. Wow. Uh, it was always me, Jazzy, Gary, and Shannon Conroy. Conroy. And Chrissy Ross. We were like, that was like our wee group. Yeah. Aye. And then you had like CMB, Roscoe, Mark Jennings, Stephen Buchanan. Like, we were all good. See, that 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 circuit, mate, it was so healthy. Because yeah. you see all the boys on now all coming up. Yeah. And it's classmate because you're like, I gigged with them and they're doing really well. The circuit's good now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Ah, it's different, mate. Completely different yeah. to before. Very healthy. Mm-hmm. That's why um, I'm very grateful to be in a position now that mm-hmm. I'm just at peace. And we were laughing, Paul, the other night. Paul's brought this up in the podcast mm-hmm. that, I mean, I'm not like that anymore. I've not been like that for a long time, but I used to like block people and unfriend people and all that. And no really. I openly admit that I don't even really know why, to be honest. And um, I don't know if you know this story, Paul. A couple of years ago, 
me and, me and Gary have always been pally with each other, right? We've never had an issue. And I remember thinking this, right? When he was, because he's got his comedy page and then he's got his personal page and then mm-hmm. his Instagram and then he had his Twitter. And I was like, how the fuck does Gary Folds not have a personal Facebook page? Like, I find that quite weird that he's not got a personal Facebook page. We were talking about gigs and all that stuff and one night he messaged me like that. On Twitter? Twitter, aye. aye. You done that? really sorry that you blocked me on Facebook. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I went through my block list and I seen Gary and I was like, oh no. <laughs> Do you know how stuff just sits in your head, mate? Uh-huh. And I was like, because I liked him and, and I liked him, like, I was a follower. So he was the kind of person that I would notice would block me. Because you know what it's like when you're, when you're starting at comedy and, and like you're pals with somebody that's smashing gigs. Uh-huh. It's almost like a bragging point, like, oh, Dan Connell follows me. Mm-hmm. And I remember one night I looked and I was like, <laughs> Where's Dan? And then I went on Ashley's Facebook and I was like, he's fucking blocked me. <laughs> and I think for about a week, mate, it just sat in the back of my head and I couldn't work at it and thinking about it. I was like, what have I done? I'm so I'm sorry. Because like, I was a fucking, see, and I was steaming, mate. I'm fucking mental. Like, yeah. And I'm like, if, if I fucking try to suck his neck or something, what have I done, man? Like, but that that was the funny <clears> thing, though, because I had I had Ashley on Facebook. So I had his, his fucking wife on Facebook and I was just like, why is Gary not got Facebook? <laughs> I actually thought you never had Facebook until you told me. So obviously I've been mad with it one night. I don't know why I've blocked you. And I've had you blocked for like over a year or something. That's funny, man. And then I unblocked you and I was like, I'm so sorry. No. I was literally talking to you at gigs like that. Yeah, where's the Facebook? No, I know, it's mad. My I think we spoke fu- about that on the way up the road, yeah. didn't we? Like, you were in a period of your life where you were just trying to sort your shit out. Oh, mate, my heat was fried. And then you know yourself, the circuit was near a nice place. No. Full of, I mean, you didn't take I shit. came out the circuit for that reason. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't keep my mouth shut. Yeah. And I think that, that made people not like me because yeah. they couldn't challenge me because I'd be like, you don't do. Not that I can fight, I'm not a fighter, but I'll certainly challenge somebody online but like, don't talk to me like that. Can yeah. I? It's not right. Likewise, mate. And mm. I think that's why after so many years, it just gets draining. Mm-hmm. And then your heat can just get fried and mm-hmm. you think everybody's against you. But I suppose the part of growth is like, I fully admit, I don't know why I blocked you. Mm-hmm. I think that's quite funny. That's funny, mate. The funny fact now. that I don't even know. Funny now we're pals. Like, yeah. Actually, yeah. Kind of a level where we talk to each other openly. Aye. 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 I thought Chrissy Ross and told him he was fucking howling. Because you blocked Chrissy or not? Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> aye, I blocked him. That's another story. I still blocked. Chrissy still aye. blocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I, it's just like growing up, mate, innit? You get to a point where you're just like, do you know what? I can't be bothered with a shit anymore. Yes, you grow up. Realised I was a dick. You apologise for your behaviour. Then you realise some things are not good for you, like booze. Booze wasn't good for me. Mm-hmm. It would just make me paranoid. I, w- I could have a couple of pints and I'd think Paul was talking about me. Mm-hmm. It just does something to my brain. Mm-hmm. But then I grew up and I realised I'm not like that when I'm sober. Mm-hmm. It just, I'm like that when I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. So I stopped it. I'm going to say, mate, I like, my anxiety after drink is fucking colossal. Yeah. Colossal, mate. I could go have the best night ever we used to, wake up tomorrow morning and spend the next three or four days greeting about, I don't know what I'm greeting at. Yeah. Just fucked and it's just like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I got stoned the other day, my anxiety was that bad, I got stoned and a wee puff and I felt brilliant. But Paul, you were telling me once, is there two different, like, so I'm glad that I class myself as sober, if weed works for you, then good on you. But did you say once that there's two different types, there's different types of brain that, like, if you smoke weed and you can take it well, 
But if I have a couple of puffs and I think people are talking about me, is there two different versions of a mind or something? No, I don't think so, man. It wasn't me that was talking about that. Or if I did, I was talking shit and... You're stoned. <laughs> you <laughs> no, just like, paid the bucket. Like, um, I, I mean, I, I usually I would usually talk about dosage. See, when anybody says to me, oh, I had some weed and it made me pure paranoid, like you took too much. Yeah. Just have like one or two draws and pass it on and see how it sits with you. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. And if you hang me. It's two different types of straight, two different type, aye, two different strains of weed, like sativa, sativa. and indica. Like me, like fucking man, I'm like a fat white Bob Marley. I know everything about weed. Smoke two joints. <laughs> Imagine calling your solo show that the white Bob Marley. Did <laughs> aye straight white Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> so you get a good cap. I slept like a fucking boulder, mate. Aye. And I, mate, my, I've got a border collie, who's like my wean. And I don't know if I'm fucked or not, but I have full-blown conversations with my dog when I'm no-stoned. But I looked at the dog, I did a giant bag of giant watches, and I, I just loved it, mate. It's just a whole new eating experience. And then I looked at the dog, because the dog was getting what I'm getting the dog the watches and all, <laughs> and mate, the dog smiled at me. <laughs> See, before I smoked that joint, mate, I was honestly thinking to myself, I, I've had enough, man. Like, Aye. pressure with work, pressure with Ashley, like, running the business, pressure with the veins. And I was just like, I couldn't, I didn't want to go back on there's nothing wrong with medication, but it didn't work for me. And I'm like, what can I do? I just need a wee... I don't I get mad with it, because mm-hmm. the mad with this brings anxiety after it. And I just got a bit of weed. And on it, so I, I ate a... Me and the dog ate a giant bag of giant watches. <laughs> and then we looked at each other, and the dog smelled at me. Swear to God, mate. Actually smelled at me. And I laughed for two hours, mate, and fell asleep. And woke up the next day, and I felt like I had 40 hours of therapy. Well... As long as the dog never answered you back. <laughs> Aye, that's the main thing. I spoke to the dog, but uh, the dog just... We need to talk about the, the, the origin story of, like... So, Gary went to Amsterdam. I'll tell it, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think it's funnier from my perspective. I was Aye, there. somebody that's no could... fucking mentally ill. No. Can I see you're my weed connoisseur or my weed Aye, I, advisor? I, I hooked him up with a, a number. Because I, I used to number. smoke hash as a wee guy for about to the army, so it'd be like a fiver, but... Right. And everything's so different now, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Like, weed's got names. Hash was just any hash. I mate, you had a nine bar or a fiver bit, and that was it. Yeah. No, it's, it's a different experience. I'm a dad now, mate. I'm 36. I've not been on the drugs for years. And I'm thinking, who's on the drugs? <laughs> Me. <laughs> right, but anyway, so I, I didn't go to Amsterdam. Um, I wasn't well. Was it sickness or something like that? Ah, um, you were fucked with the flu or something? I was absolutely fucked, man. I was so looking forward to fucking gone. Couldn't go. And then Gary came back and he just kept on going, I, I was smoking Tupor. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> fucking Tupor. He went, hey, you've been to Amsterdam, haven't you? Yes. Aye, of course, famously. And um, How dare you? <laughs> Sucked a bagger. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How he fuck went, is it? It was mine. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Bulldog. And because it's Bulldog, it's Wee Paws, the strength, and it's a two-paw. And I googled it and I was like, right, he was smoking White Widow. And he came in and I was like, fucking White Widow. But I had a voice note on my phone. It was pure, when you get me two-paw. <laughs> and then I giggle. I let Sean hear it. And she's like, he's half his now. He's pure, when you get in two-paw. <laughs> and then just hung up. And I was like, I'll get you a number. So I got, I got two-paw. 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 I got the two-paw. White Widow. I don't think it's White Widow, mate, but mm. it's, it's a two-paw variant. Mm. Aye, it's no like White Widow's just no. It's White Widow's like a a strain that came about like in the two thousands, late nineties, early two thousands. It's no like mega skunk. You, you know, see why I phone him when I want drugs? Yes, normal cunts don't know that. 
But Aye. it's a very different experience. Like you need to you need to get a, a grinder and all that. I had to go to the bars and go shopping. <laughs> there's, there's a wee store shop in the bars and I went down and it's like see when somebody phones the football phone in and they're like first time caller I love the panel Aye. that was at me in the stoner shop I was like listen I'm a da 36 I need some sort of kit to smoke weed and the wee guy was just he was stoned and all because he was giggling at fucking my dog smiling at him <laughs> and um, he's like ah, he got my wee kit so he got my wee my wee crunchy thing what do you call that again the grinder, the grinder. He, he's like can you roll joints and I was like, today lessons? He's like, no. And I, I voice, I voice noted you about that, I know. I was like, can Paul, can you give me a lesson to roll a joint? But, so he got me a payroll thing. And then I was like, I don't like smoking but And he went, oh, you can't have pure weed. That'll fuck you up. And then he gave me this bad hemp stuff. It's, it's a rule leaf, it's called. Rule leaf, he gave me uh-huh. that. And you just mix it in, stab it in the joint, smoke it, and then smile at your dog. Aye. But it's not something that I would do every day. Here I'm not. Here I'm not. I don't judge. I'm at that stage of my life. I know what works for me. Mm-hmm. I can't handle weed, Aye. so I don't smoke it. I know. I still buzz glue though. That's fine. And glue's alright. You can use it after it. See, so, you know, they call like people that don't drink that smoke weed like Cali sober. Darren Connell is Ali Park sober. He doesn't drink. <laughs> doesn't take drugs, but he buzzes glue a fucking <laughs> a paper a bag. Aye. <laughs> Aye. I'm like. Uh, What's his name, that wrestler? The straight edge cunt? CM Punk? That was a sh- it's not even a joke, it's just he's sober. It's been an experience, but I'm glad I've got Paul, who yeah. is not, no my drug dealer, but he knows people that are drug dealers. And I'm very <laughs> different, mate. Drug dealers, like, when I was a wee guy, it was on Ed's. Yeah. I was a wee cunt, my bed cost, and a slasher hat. Aye. Now it's like a vegan with fucking hemp slippers. Hey bro, oh, I love your videos online, bro. Can I be jolly? And I'm like, ah, the weed, the weed type. What can I got? Tupo. Tupo. <laughs> no, no, it was white widow. <laughs> this is strawberry flavored. Guy. That's what it is, mate. Uh, stuff I had was like mad strawberry flavors, and I'm like, really? Aye, mate. No. It's bonkers, mate. That is mental. Aye, I just got fucking. Doesn't even smell like hash, I know. It's stinking, mate. Stuff's humming. I went to uh, when I went to Amsterdam. Um, my pal gave me no word of a lie. Three draws of a joint. And I had to get carried back to the hotel, mm-hmm. like a like a leg and a wing. Off four of the boys, put in a bed, and I woke up fourteen hours later. I was just like, Fuck's never sake. again. Woke up, my tongue was white. I was just like, what the fuck was that? Like? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Like drinking water at the tap. Like <laughs> my mate was like, I don't think weeds for you, mate. You <laughs> stick to the buds. <laughs> no, Amsterdam is class. That was probably the first I've been stoned since I was a wee guy. And I and I go so we went to the Bulldog, they did food and all. Mm. We all got stoned. The other people they took mushrooms, I couldn't do that, so I'm too trippy. And uh, I got chips, cheese, and barbecue sauce. Oh my god. And honestly, mate, like I think you could just get a shape with a bit of tomato sauce and be stoned and it would taste dynamite. Aye. But see this chips, cheese and barbecue sauce with chicken, mate, it was just fucking delightful. Have you ever took a bucket? I mean, I would take buckets as a wee guy. Yeah. That's what I done. It was just buckets. I didn't smoke joints. I don't like tobacco. Yeah. So it was always buckets, but you're a wee guy, mate. You're immune to eating, aren't you? I, 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 if I took a bucket, I, now, mate, I'd be fucked. I'd be gone. I was when... going to make a bucket. <laughs> but I didn't want to voice note him because he's fucking laughing at us. What a bucket when? Like when last I, when week I bought or the weed. See when I first bought the weed? Because mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like tobacco, mate. Mm. So I was like, how the fuck am I going to do this? And I didn't want to get a a, a pipe. Because I actually think I'm a fucking crack addict. Yeah. Because it looked like a crack pipe kind of thing. So I was just that mad. Just a dawa, I get stoned. 
Aye. But I was going to make a bucket because I could make a bucket. Rig a good bucket. I could rig a, just a couple of pins. That's what I'm brew. Two litre. Well, if anything, if anybody's took anything for this podcast today, it's you can rig a good bucket. Oh, yeah. They sell buckets down at Smoking Ideas. Did they really? Aye, Aye they're called Gravity Bongs. Oh, that's the shop Smoking Ideas, check them out. Uh-huh. Is that not illegal? No, it's paraphernalia. It's no like they're not selling weed to people, they're just selling like bits of plastic. And oh, they should be able to smoke tobacco at that. Uh, yeah, it's totally, totally fucking above board. Uh-huh. Aye, the grinders are like herb grinders, mm. you know, Aye. for your herbs. Oh, this young team these days. Mm. Mate, it's bonkers, mate. It's just so different, isn't it? Yeah. It's getting mental, but because, like... And, and I'm, I'm bad for this. Is like walking down the street smoking. I don't give a fuck. Like, during uh, the cop, mm-hmm. <clears throat> me and Sean were walking down Tokyo Street, and I'll just, like, roll a joint walk about. I don't give a fuck, man. Nobody's, I, I've been, I'm 40. Nobody's ever said that to me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, what, fuck it. But we walked back down past the Tesco, at uh, Sucky Hall Street, see, like, just down for the garage, and there was about 10 polis, and she was like, oh, watch what you're doing. I was like, what are they going to We've got no weed on us, we'll just get this, it looks like a fag. And I was like, I'm going to snort, and I go, I'm going to do a pig noise when I walk by them. And she's like, don't you fucking dare. And I walked right past 10 cobbles, smoking a joint, went, <laughs> and not one of them even fucking turned around and looked at me. Very disrespectful towards the boys in blue. Fuck them. And Protectors. girls. Oh, a cab. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, like it actually getting six points. Aye. It's getting so normal that to walk down the city centre and just smell weed. Everywhere. It should be legalised, mate. I think anything in moderation. Like I'm a fat cunt. Like I would eat <laughs> KFC chicken until I died if there was like an unlimited supply. Yeah. Like I don't think I could stop myself. So if you smoked weed like a fat cunt mentality, you would be in trouble. Yeah. But everything in moderation is all right in it. If it's no wrecking lives and like for me, it just I don't recommend it to anybody because everybody's experience is different. Yeah. But for me, it helped in that moment. And since then, mate, I've I've been all right. Mm-hmm. Before that, mate, I was holding my chest and I was like, I'm gonna fucking die in a minute. Yeah. Just with pressure of life. What then, if, whatever works for you, mate. Aye. So I'll be one half. So now I know that works. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that I, would, I couldn't be stoned and go to work or be stoned in day-to-day life. Imagine us getting stoned. I think I'd oh, be fucking, fucking giggle, mate. mental. I'd be carnage. I don't want to encourage it, mate, because you're doing well. Ah, yeah, but it would, it would be, be good. Nah, break your sobriety for Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> for £5 a month, I'll break my sobriety. <laughs> for I'll less t- than a Starbucks <laughs> coffee. See, what's the big fucking... Because I like the Kurdish dudes. What's the big... Shisha? Shisha. I always thought, could you smoke weed in shisha? Um, aye, because it's just a water bong. Like, it's just a huge thing, mate. Um, you can, and I think, actually, maybe... Oh, it's Afghan hash, isn't it? I think maybe... But the brown stuff, is that Afghan hash? Or is it, is it weed Afghan hash? Remember, remember I'm new to being a, a druggie? Like, hash comes from, like, Afghanistan and... What, the brown hash? Uh-huh. Oh, does that? I thought that came from Colombia. No. I thought that came for fucking... Have I been supporting the Taliban before I joined the army? No, I'm hash? talking about like maybe like, like cultural origins. Like right. probably the hash that you'd have smoked in the scheme would have been like soap bar that came from Holland. Aye. That used to always come out for Holland. Eat the knife and cut it, can uh, I? Aye, aye. That was like, they weren't, that wasn't coming for fucking Mexico or fucking Colombia or anything like that. But culturally, I think like hash is like massive in the Middle East. Like mm. the... Uh, Aye, they used to just sit about and just smoke it all day. I mean, I love the smell of hash. 
I don't think the guy, the the one that, uh, the number that I gave you for fucking promoting my fucking dealer on the fucking Mate, podcast. Mate, me for asking stupid questions. Did he? No, I'll get that <laughs> Don't be naming names or anything. No, man. but I don't even know his real name. Aye. That's like, I don't even know the guy's real name. Yeah. Um, but he's like reliable and, but he's just get like one thing that you can buy off him. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, but then there's like wee guys that you can literally. Like a chef, like, a special. Uh-huh. But there's like wee guys that you get on Telegram. And they're literally sending you a menu. And they've got like vape carts and wow. you're like, ah, what the fuck is that? And it's edibles. It's bad to be accessible, isn't it? Mate, that? this is shocking chat for me. I'm eight years sober and I've got a higher know. fucking power in my life. <laughs> 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 the only time I get out my nut is with toast and cheese now. I love toast and cheese, man. I fit, I fit high level grills. See, gas grills at old days. <laughs> Do you? Is that not illegal? No, you, no, you can buy them. Oh, can you? You, you can buy a you can buy a, a, a freestanding cooker that's got the the see like the the grill bit. Or the wee tray. It's got gas, mate. The real day. I can't. See, remember. I went to gas college. We've got one of the high level grills. Right. And when I was training, when I fitted it, I was like, see if I fit that, can I make a cheese toasty? And the cunt's like, ah, on you go. My mom and moved. And the college smells of toasties now when you turn the cookers on. Amazing. My, my mom moved recently, and they refused to put our old like cooker and they were saying it was because of a high level I mean, you get them in, level grill. the cookers you're getting them underneath right it's the same thing aye like in the oven in, in the, the oven there's the, the flame at the top aye aye aye, 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 aye. I've got, I've got one of them roasted cheese or toasted cheese or cheese and toast cheese and toast no no sorry toast and cheese I, I said toast, toast and cheese, toast and cheese. Aye, roasted. I started a fucking right with that the last time I've not had toast Eggy and cheese bread in that ages man right started. I've not had toast and cheese in ages mate it's banging in it aye with the sauce oh mate I'm getting horny um, I love toast and it's and nothing to do about I love cheese and all mate cheese is just <laughs> cheese is just dynamite in it man Aye. there's a chemical in it that's addictive that's what why it's it? good what's it called I found that out when I was a vegan I can't remember <laughs> did you feel miss cheese and you're a vegan aye but you you go vegan cheese it was, was it the same um, nah zip fuck no. knew that I'm not a, see when I was a vegan I was like yeah it's just as good man <laughs> it's delicious you've done well with that you're vegan for fucking about a year or two years but you know two years aye remember I done amazing for a year and then my fucking organs failed in the second year. So did that actually fail? No, nah, right. I was fucked though. Well, I remember I lost my weight because of you, because you were doing the fasting thing. Remember? Should yeah, mate. Fasting, fasting and walking. I copied you both of you, mate. During COVID, that's all I done was fasted and walked. Yeah. But the takeaways were shut, so it was easy. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I opened back up again, my free and host on came right back. Aye, aye. And the form of peppies and shawarma. Oh, shawarma. We're just approaching the hour, and I did want to ask a question. Right. And I'm going to ask Darren it. Yes. Darren, have you ever seen anybody that announces that they're no longer buying takeaways? <laughs> did you see Gary's post on social media? Yes. <laughs> Mate, I thought that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my <laughs> fucking life. So like, this guy's actually announced, that's me after takeaways. Mate, I had to. I need to tell people, mate, because cuts off me food all the time. And, I, and I'm, a, I'm an addict, mate. Hi, I'm Gary. I've been after food for month yeah i know we're kidding on there but it's true mate it's I'm addictive food, it's mate. fucking I'm addictive addicted to food yeah i'm a hundred percent i can't even be in the same room as food yeah so i kind of work as a chef aye mate sometimes i'm in houses mate and i see dinners getting made and i'm like i'm just going to grab that steak pie and stick it right in my mouth <laughs> i don't care i don't get my 60 quid for the service <laughs> pure hovering about like what is up to the night i can't drive by certain takeaways <clears throat> i need to divert myself wow well, last night, mate, a customer made me. Ashley kicked fucking me, right? Because she's got us on a diet, well. Mm. But a customer's like, do you like Marshall's 
macaroni. And I, I've never heard more beautiful words than that. And I'm like, to the dude, I love Marshall's macaroni. He went, have you ever had it with Parmesan and bacon? And I'm like, and I've got Ashley's voice in the back of my head. Like, do not eat it before you come in here. I've made you a healthy chicken curry. Yeah. And I ate a full plate of that stuff, mate. <laughs> and then I went home <laughs> and I ate my dinner, mate. And finished every bit of it. Were you like, to Ashley, I've not had anything to eat all day. I'm pure no, buzzing no, for this she, curry. She didn't quiz me, mate. But if she's a quiz me, I'd have fucking snapped, mate. I'd, I'd have been like, I, 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 I wouldn't. Because she knows me. It was bacon. <laughs> I'm surprised she doesn't weigh me when I go out and then when yeah. I come in to see if I've eaten. But mate, I am like horny for food, man. Like I love, ev- like I've started talking Kurdish because I like Kurdish food. Yeah, because if so I talk it's... Kurdish to them, I get bigger portions. That's it. Yeah. I don't flirt with anybody apart from a cavalry chef. Like you put me in front of a cavalry chef, mate, and I'm a heavy slut. Aye. Pure blinking. M- Aye. Mind hunter fucking army tactics. Aye. Just stand at a knife and all that, like the plate. <laughs> Give them a two pound tip at the cavalry table. Fuck's sake. Yeah, I, I get it, mate. I had oh. to announce it because Holy Fuck is, is a. The wee guy was devastated, mate. The wee chef. Was he actually? Aye, ah, mate. He looked upset, mate. I'm his best customer. <laughs> I've completed that menu within that place, been open three weeks. Is that the I've, place you took me to, Paul? Uh-huh. Aye, it was amazing. I've done the menu, mate. I've done all the specials. Aye. I've done everything, mate. So good, man. I'm in first name terms with him. Yeah. Like, I just I text him now. That's how much he. Uh, it's like drug dealers, mate. I don't need to stand and wait anymore. I just send them a message. Like, what, I get many bang bang noodles, beef, <laughs> honey chilli prawns. Oh, mate, the sauce is delightful. But I, <laughs> I'm addicted to food, mate, and I had to tell people. But that was a serious post, by the way. It was carry on. Was it actually? It was a, it was a I carry on. I bet you're It was that. like going off. I met my customers because my customers are dynamite. Mm-hmm. See, my gas customers. Mate, I, I food cunts make me a risotto. I know, mate. Uh, the food I get, mate, is meant. See, if I go to a chef's house, mate. Guy made me a fresh made samosa, Aye. risotto, I've had fucking steak, I've had linguine, pasta, like, yeah. I get fed every day, and I'm like, it's actually killing me, because I feel fucked, mate. Yeah. I feel like I'm a proper addict. See, like, how I would how I would classify an addict, I feel like that, we grub. Well, mate, here, I've, I've been to recovery meetings regarding food mm. and all that stuff, and it's real, it's mm. the real deal. I get a fucking sex, I'm no, I'm, I've been alright recently, but... I get a euphoric fucking cocaine high after eating certain types of food. Coconuts, mate, is, is fucking. I yeah. could eat coconuts till I just choke to death. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I'm mad for the coconuts. You'd find me in a close, mate, injecting coconuts. Aye. But it's a shame with Gary. Did you hear what happened? Coconuts. He's back on the interview. It was, it, it was the beef ones. Wow. The night was a beef guy. He never even boiled them. He just <laughs> ate them for the packet. You ever eaten noodles, mate? Dry? No, but. I've seen videos and it looks alright. Mate, they're nice. They're like crisps. Aye, huh? man. One time, I can't remember what the <coughs> their delivery place was, but years ago, like, talking like fucking 2015, when, like, just eating all that first lunch, I went to a place and, and it was, like, I just read it and I was like, that fucking sounds alright. Mm-hmm. What is that? And it was dry noodles with, like, mad beef, like, seasoning oh, on it. And it was like, fucking, I was like, that's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. That's just fucking dry noodles. But it was incredible. I, mm. I watched a thing last night because I'm trying to look at the, like, where that, in me, like, where does that unhealthiness come from? Because it is, because I've got, I've got wings, I've got five wings, mate. I need to be as healthy as possible for them kind of thing. And I always look at it, as much as I joke about it and have a laugh about it, I'm serious, mate, I'm addicted to food. Yeah. And I was watching a YouTube video last night and it was about processed foods, about all the stuff that's in ultra-processed foods that, like, gives you, like, endorphins and, and your brain actually wants you to eat that. Yep. So... 
I'm going to try and get after the monsters and all that and try and eat like less processed food so that I can give myself a wee chance because I think that's what it is, mate. Like, yeah. I do not have the willpower, mate, to drive by any of my favourite shrubma places. Like, ah. I couldn't drive by Dunya. I swear to God, mate, I could eat my dinner and see Dunya and just go and get a wee portion of meat on its own and eat it and be filled uh-huh. up. And it's the same Dunya, shawarma grill. Like, I can't drive by the two of them. I need uh, yeah. to, like, deviate. I've said this on the podcast before. See, with food, I'm never full. Mm-hmm. Like, I can, I feel full, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then people be like, oh, I'm stuffed. And I'm just, like, in the back of my head, like, I could keep eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These cunts are fucking shite eating. But, see, like, for me, I get it, and I mean this, I get it drilled into me as a way eat everything on your plate. Right, that's the problem. There's starving wains in Africa. Mm-hmm. Like, in, like, see if I didn't eat food, if it was put down in front of me, I used to get into trouble. I used to legit get, like, shouted at. Mm-hmm. And that traumatises you. Yep. You're getting pure screamed at, eat your fucking food! Mm-hmm. Like, All right, my God. And, like, my, like, literally, like, we, I'm, like, three generations away from people that nearly starved in Ireland. Mm-hmm. So we've got that, like, ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. So now we're, like, sitting pure... We've got an abundance. Like, we can go on a, an, one of any, like, nine apps on our phone mm-hmm. and order a gourmet meal that gets delivered to our door Anything. and we're still eating like we're in a famine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it'll be, like, a generation or two before we're, like, oh, we're, we're no longer scarce with food. And then add into that the processed, like, how nice it tastes, like, how good it feels in your brain, like, emotionally, physically, and... Mm-hmm. It's a it's a recipe for disaster. It really mm-hmm. is, like for people. Not gonna lie, you made me hungry again. <laughs> My mouth just watered there. I don't know what <laughs> was. I know. I love how uh, you you're on here, so we can promote your pavilion show, and we've basically spoke about Afghan hash, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, food, Kurdish food. My Aye. dog's smiling at me. Aye. But look, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, mate, I want to give you some advice. I mean, I'm not an, certainly not an expert. I learn through my own mistakes. I know that you kind of struggle with sleep and all that. Mm-hmm. We've always said this on this podcast, magnesium and zinc before bed. See with depression, the highest form of vitamin D that you can find. Or you can get it all on Amazon, very cheap. And you take vitamin D with vitamin K2 and it makes the vitamin D go into your system better. Mm-hmm. So magnesium and zinc before bed, and vitamin D and vitamin K during the day. Anything else is a bonus. It's helped me. Mm-hmm. It's helped me. Now get that banger out. Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> here, get that banger out, and I'll fucking suck the depression at you. <laughs> <laughs> Nay fucking horns or nothing. That's how you start the podcast. <laughs> That's in the Patreon. Um, <laughs> and horny. An A-Honey got gobble. Um, <laughs> An A-Honey so we, a bike. We've done over an hour. We've mm-hmm. covered most of the subjects here. Yeah. What, let's promote the Pavilion Show. Eh? Mm-hmm. You're doing the Pavilion Show. Lovely poster, by the way. Can I ask who done it? Uh, Was it Pierce? Steve Stark. No, oh, right, Steve okay. Stark. I, I get a graphic designer. Yep. I wanted something that I could add. Can I get it? Aye, aye, of course. I'm stuck. Oh, Paul stuck it even there left here the last time because every cut there's a podcast here in the green room. Yep. Right, start the podcast. Yeah, what's your minute, bro? It's lovely. Obviously, you've seen it. But seeing the specs, Pull man. That in. Pull that in a wee bit. Right, here. No, the mic. Never Check go. one, two, over there. Um, you've seen the specs, mate. I've got like, because so, it's the Glasgow show. Yes. So I wanted like where I grew up, Sight Hill. And uh, I love the bars. Yeah, man. My fucking Frosty Box van, my gas van. Aye. So every tune I go to, we've got the cone for Glasgow. 
every tune that I go to, I'm going to get something in that specific tune in the specs. Probably. So if I go to Dundee, I'll just get fucking Mad Charlie driving back with us two in the <laughs> middle. I feel sorry for that cunt, man. Yeah, we but fucking traumatised him, by Barbie girl. Yeah. Siri. Yeah. Because Siri only understands me if I've got an English accent. Playing ninja rap and all that. Ninja we're playing rap. ninja rap. And your, your tunes were diabolical, mate. My tunes? Your tunes were fucking... Who was that band you put on? You as bad as him. I can't remember. Men at Work, Down Under. Men at Work, aye, Down That's Under. That's a good tune. No, there was other tunes you put a lot of shit on, didn't you? But... Aye, I did die, sorry. But it's alright, mate. My tunes are shit enough. <laughs> but aye. <laughs> but the posters are better, mate. Aye, I'm happy, but it's the best one I've had. Aye, it's beautiful. And it's, it's gonna sell out, and it's in November... So if you want to go and see Gary, it's Saturday the 16th of November at 3pm. You can get tickets for the Pavilion website or Gary's website. Gary's got Instagram, he's got his own website, Thank all that type of stuff. Get him on Facebook. He's funny as fuck. He sells out every single year. If you've not seen live comedy, go and see live comedy. It's going to be brilliant. It's a very Glasgow show this year. Yes. That's how we've only added Glasgow. So it'll be very Glasgow, 1990s, 2000s, uh-huh. growing up in gang culture and being a shite bag. So I think it's, I've been writing it the last kind of few months I've started back into it and I'm, I'm really looking forward to doing it because mm-hmm. I think a, a lot of people from Glasgow will really get it. Yeah. Things like the time capsule that fucking... <laughs> Especially the site hall flats, mate. That makes me think, remember you used to get the bus through site hall and it mm. was stinking a shite? Right. Do you ever remember that? That's the cuddies. It's the smelly ocean, stinky ocean. Uh-huh. Do you know I was famous in Canada because of that? Yes. Do you remember this video? Yep. And I was being pure serious and it went fucking virals like comedy. Uh-huh. Do you know about this? No. So remember how they built the, the, the kayak park? In Pinkston. In Pinkston. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. it's like the, the mechanised only one in the world kind of thing, or only one in Scotland. So I was doing a video when that first opened for STV because I was like, I grew up in Sight Hill. Right. And they didn't know any cunt else that grew up in Sight Hill. So they said to me, going to come and speak about Because I was using it for the cold water swimming. And I was just standing with the helmet and the, the, the life vest <laughs> on it on. And I was just telling them like, it's mad that when I was a wee guy, it was a smelly ocean. And I, there used to be a motor in the middle of it. And I remember I jumped. I used to jump on the roof of the motor and jump back onto the bank. But I slipped and fell into the water. And every cunt said I had rabies for years. So I'm telling the promoter this. <laughs> like, pure serious. <laughs> I wasn't even getting on. I was just talking about... Because I was genuinely that shocked at how good uh-huh. the setup is and how nice Sight Hill is now. And uh, I got a message one night and it was like, mate, a mad fucking news reporter shared that video in Canada and it went viral in Canada. <laughs> mate, I've got about 2,000 followers in Canada. That's brilliant. Just whereabouts, it, so, in my head, right, see where that water park is? Whereabouts is... Is that where the flats used to... Stonely, but that water park, no, no that's where like right. the, the motorcycle Mickey Ma- 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 Oates motorcycles was, right? Right, that was uh-huh. always industrial. There used to be a big um iron ship there, like uh-huh. a big Viking boat thing, that's right. But that right. was that was the cuddies, so that was like the park, that was all a park bit. Mm-hmm. But the back of that, we were talking about, where it would smell a shite going up to Peter's Hill Road kind of thing, mm-hmm. that was that was just the back of uh, I would call Sight Hall, so like where I grew up, uh, Pixton Drive. That was me a fountain wheel where my school was. Ah, it was doing behind the pole station. Mate, it's a mate, you been in it now, see how? No. What a place, mate. You would never think for a minute it's it is what it is. And it's, the smells not there anymore either. Smells away, mate. That's how they took so long. Because there used to be factories or something there. And it was the chemicals, that's what you smelt. But you would only smell it if you were in a motor. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't smell it if you outside. Yeah. You had to be in a car and it would be, it'd be something to do with aircon. 
but yeah. it's completely gone. So they must have dug all that up, and that's why it took so long. And they've got all the shit out of the ground and cleaned it up. Is the water place still there? Water place is still there, mate. It's brilliant. Brilliant. So a lot of like youth people use it, and then my mum's went to kayaking. She uses it in, mm-hmm. in the summer. Pinkston Water Sports. Oh, center. mate, it's brilliant. I went doing it, and uh, you can go down it in a fucking a donut. <laughs> See the mad donuts, <laughs> and they put you in the river rapids. Aye. Me and Gary Miko done it with STV, and uh, it's carnage, mate. It's brilliant. Brilliant. But I used it during COVID because it was the only place you could swim during COVID. Yeah. Because it was open air. Mm-hmm. So I used it for that. And it was brilliant. It's wetsuit on, mate. Fucking jump into the water, and in the summer it was lovely. Brilliant, mate. But so different new site hall. Yes, it's 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 a good place now, mm. mate, and it's really nice to see the flats and your sunglasses mm. there. It ma- reminds me of my childhood. So that's us at the end of the podcast, mate. We've done over an hour, and um, Paul, thank you very much for your help. People listening, you know where to find Gary. I will be there as a punter, and I'm looking forward to it, mate. Anytime you ever need to promote anything, anytime you want a laugh, you're always welcome on my podcast, mate. And I appreciate you coming and doing it as well. You're a good cunt. You've always been a good cunt. And I can't wait to see your pavilion show. Thank you, mate. The cunt's not about it yet? Well, aye, but aye. No. We're, prom- we're promoting you today, mate. Right, okay. I'm looking forward to your show. So that's Thank first. you. And also, I'm sorry for blocking you on Facebook. This is me making a live amends <laughs> for you, mate. I don't even know why i done it. I'm sorry, I feel mate. bad, mate. I blocked you before I came in here. I can't believe you, mate. It's <laughs> <coughs> oh, cool, mate. Yeah, Things happen. Is that us, Paul? That's us, mate. Right, thank you very much, Troops. See you next week. Thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.